how understanding grief helps us understand gain. So much has changed in all of our lives in the last 12 months, and sometimes change can be a gateway to feelings of grief and sadness. Is it okay to genuinely grieve the loss of the life that you used to have? Dr. Deb Gordon, psychologist and author, talks about why grief is hard, why God allows it, and why grieving looks different for everyone. Dr. Gordon, in your opinion, why is change such a difficult thing for us to deal with? Our brains are wired for the path of least resistance. We get very comfortable with consistency and predictability, often out of habit, even if it's ultimately unhealthy for us. Change forces us to confront the unknown, to make adjustments in our lives that we consider inconvenient or actively embrace emotions, anxiety, fear, discomfort that we'd likely prefer to avoid. When faced with the decision to make important changes in our lives like healthy living habits, pursuing or ending a relationship, changing careers, or prioritizing time differently, we're often energized by the long-term, big-picture outcomes but get stuck in the short-term, day-to-day changes needed to move us in the right direction. We'll make excuses, justify our positions, or minimize the consequences of maintaining the status quo at the expense of the change that's ultimately consistent with what we value most. Why do you think God allows us to deal with loss? The author of A Severe Mercy, one of my favorite books, Sheldon Van Aken, says, Great joy through love always seems to go hand in hand with frightful pain. Still, the joy would be worth the pain if indeed they went together. If there was a choice between, on the one hand, the heights and the depths, and on the other hand, some sort of safe, cautious middle way, here and now, chose the heights and the depths. While I don't know the full picture of why God allows us to deal with loss, I do know that the experience of loss shapes our experience of gain. We would not understand one without the other. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Paul reminds us that we know what comfort feels like because of the contrast of suffering and out of our experience of Christ as comforter, we are able to then comfort others. As a psychologist, I frequently navigate loss with my clients. The question of why God has caused me to suffer is one that many people wrestle with. It can be overwhelmingly difficult to reconcile a just and loving God with a God who allows His people to suffer. However, I believe we are gifted the ability and empowerment to make meaning in our suffering. Validating the pain of loss while holding space for meaning-making and shifting perspectives can be a healing practice for navigating grief. When we think of loss and grief, we typically associate those feelings with death or a major catastrophic event in our lives. But we can grieve just about anything, like loss of way of life pre-COVID. Is grieving an accurate adjective for times like this? Yes, grief is ultimately the experience of deep sorrow. In scripture, I love the way grief is conceptualized in the Hebrew Psalms as the pain and weariness of sorrow, Psalm 31.10. This has been a year of tremendous loss from COVID restrictions, isolation, loss of loved ones, the trauma of ongoing systemic racism, political upheaval, and much, much more. 
Weariness is an abundantly accurate word to describe what so many people are feeling. The emotional weight and depth of any significant unexpected change is worthy of acknowledgement and validation. Often giving yourself permission to feel what you're feeling is the beginning steps to relieving some of the heaviness that emotion carries. What advice would you give to someone staring down a situation of grieving or loss? The first thing I would say is to try to avoid judging your emotions and or how you're navigating grief and loss. Many of my clients have expectations of what their grief and their loss should look like, and it really is unique to the individual and their season and circumstances. I believe scripture points us to the powerful impact of providing space in our life to lament loss and suffering. While this can be a raw and painful process, avoiding grief or trying to push through it often just buries feelings which grow under the surface and seep out or worse, explode when we least expect it. I would also encourage individuals facing unexpected grief to find people in their lives who listen, validate, and understand. While problem solving can be helpful, in the immediate space of acute grief, a ministry of non-judgmental presence is critical. If you don't have that person in your close community or you need further support, counseling can be a great avenue for experiencing safe holding space to engage the healing and transformation process. 